It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. It's an Aldi thing. It's a big business story. It's actually, it's kind of weird when a couple of supermarkets make the main headlines, but it's true. Aldi is buying Winn-Dixie. And Harvey's, and I found out the reason why. The it's heck a, is Harvey's? Well, it's another supermarket chain. They're in northern Florida, apparently. Oh. Uh, but it's owned by, they're both owned by a company called SEG. They bought SEG. Oh, okay. All so right. So that's why you got both of them. And they're also home to uh, Fresco y Mas is the name of another C. chain that they have. S-O-C-K-S. Did I, say, did I say that right? Uh, sounds good to me. Okay. Anyway, that's what they bought. So all these now has, uh, it'll give them a total of 2,400 stores by the end of the year. Uh, so is this going to make the remaining Winn-Dixie's look like, like Aldi's? Because that's a much bigger like footprint kind of store, isn't it? It looks like Aldi's are everywhere, but they're small. Well, maybe maybe they're going to go like concierge. Maybe they're going to go like upscale a little bit more in the Winn-Dixie stores because they are so much bigger. Yeah, that could be. I don't know. Interesting, though. Very interesting. Either that or part liquor store, part grocery store. Well, there's that. There's that. Or pharmacy. They get in the pharmacy business. I don't know. I haven't been to too many Aldi's, but the ones I have, Lauren goes all the time, but the ones I have been to, you never know what the heck's going to be in there. No, I bought like, folding well, I came chairs. in for bananas and I found lawn chairs, right? <laughs> I bought folding chairs. Right. I went in to buy, I don't know, they always have good deals on meats. Yeah, they do. It, it's, it's, they have great produce, it's, I know that much. And it's, it's usually very, very good good meats and, and it's affordable. So, hmm. anyway, I... I I I got <laughs> the first time I went. I didn't realize you know you got to pay for the cart. I had no I idea. Know. It's kind of like the no frills airline thing. Yeah, it is. And then yeah. when I got there, I bought I bought these beautiful plums, and I was all excited. And the chick that was bagging was just like chucking them down. And I'm like, my plums. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing to my plums? My plums. They're gonna get bruised before they get in the bag I brought. Don't bruise my plums. <laughs> it was like whoa. Well, while we're on a. Uh a retail bend here. Let's, uh, Target has had a 5% drop from last quarter. You think oh. that pushback had an effect or what? You think. But you know what? I really love their CEO. He said it's because he said it had nothing to do with the, the pushback on the LGBTQ stuff. He said it's because customers are buying less in discretionary categories. I'm like, uh, no, it had everything to do with your displays at the front of the store that you ended up taking down or moving to the back of the stores, or you wouldn't have done that if you knew it didn't have a negative effect. And it was immediate. I yes. mean, when they knew that pushback was on, it was immediate how they got rid of that stuff. And then they got rid of it, and then they changed their whole outlook for the rest of the year. Right. Uh, so when you have a, you know, you think, oh, it's 5%, no big deal. Uh, yeah, it is when you're a target and you make billions of dollars. It's a big hit. Uh, Swamp-wise, Joe Biden was having a big reception at the White House yesterday. He was talking about the one-year anniversary. They celebrated it. They had a whole event. They stuffed it with a whole room full of uh, West Wing workers, and they celebrated the one-year anniversary of the Inflation Reduction Act. Mm, Sure. Things are great, aren't they? Aren't they great? Look at your 401k these days. Here's what he said. The Financial Times and the Wall Street Journal initially called my plan Bidenomics. But guess what? It's working. <laughs> no, it's not. And in you typical, think that's bad, try having that in your headphones. It's working. It's that's creepy. That that's kind of <laughs> like you know one of those creepy movies. That, oh, it gets creepier. Don't oh, worry. Yeah. We well, that so, at the end. So he comes in and and he's talking and I guess the, the, maybe it was family day at the White House. Who the hell knows? Yeah, I don't know. But a lot of people had their kids with them. Are they not in school yet in Washington D.C.? Maybe not. So the, all these kids are there. 
And Joe has to make a comment about ice cream and the kids. Yeah. And it was creepy. Yeah, yeah, it was. I want to say one thing to your children. I know some really great ice cream places around here. <laughs> and Daddy owes you. Yeah. So talk to me after. Daddy owes you. That's why they call him. Sleepy, creepy Joe. <laughs> I honestly think the reason why the whole thing was family day there was, if you have that kind of event, you've got White House workers, their families, bring the kids, you know, how do you attack them on this horrific financial plan when that's happening now? Yeah, you make a very valid point. Well, it makes it he's... much tougher for for this ridiculous White House press corps to, to throw you know bombshell questions at him. And the average person doesn't realize those are employees sitting there. So, of course, they're going to clap and they're going to applaud anything the president does right? because sure. he is their boss. Right. You know, you, you can't be disrespectful to his face, I guess. So it, it, the people see that and go, oh, well, I guess this Inflation Reduction Act really is working. Sure. Sure it is. That's why it, those rates keep on going up. By the way, uh, Federal Reserve said the odds are they're going to raise rates again next month. I think we knew that was coming. It's, how many more times are they going to raise it? I don't know. Somebody better straighten this crap out real soon. I, I, we shouldn't be shocked by now, but to have a, celeb- a celebratory one-year anniversary <laughs> of this thing that's, that's done nothing but damage. Oh, everything he touches is gold, Bill. What's wrong with you? No, he told me. It's working. It's working. He's so, he's yeah, so creepy. It's working for them. He's creepy, creepy. Well, unfortunately, we've got some Britney news for you. Are you really shocked? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, I know, because you're like her biggest supporter, and I'm like... No, I'm not. I'm just... Listen... I think all guys are fans of Britney in a certain respect, but maybe it's maybe this is addition by subtraction because her husband does not sound like a nice guy, but she's dropping him or he's dropping her. They're getting divorced. Well, they're getting divorced, and apparently there is a prenup, but uh, according to at least one source, so I, you know, t- take it with a grain of salt. They're saying he's getting ready to. If she doesn't give him more money, what does he do, by the way? I don't no know. Idea. I don't know what that guy does. Sam Ascari? Yeah. I, I, I thought, I typically, I thought these people married people that have just as much money as they do, but apparently not. Uh, he has said that uh, he'll break that non, that uh, prenup that he has, and he's going to share some extraordinarily embarrassing information about Britney unless she pays him more money. Okay, see, that just stinks. That's like, you that's, know. That's just a crappy thing. To, I don't care who you are, whether you're famous or not. That's just a lousy thing yeah, to do. Yeah, that's, that's terrible. So uh, hopefully that's not the case. And, and the, he's already gone, and she's got the house, and she's got the Well, the kids weren't his. But well, they've only been married, what, 14 months, I think they said? It's not long. Now, we all thought that conservatorship was a little bit too strict. But uh, maybe, uh, I don't know. You think her fa- Maybe they needed like a lesser version of that, but they, somebody needs to watch her. Do you think her father's gloating right now? No, well, how, well, if he does, he's horrible. How can you? It's still your daughter. Come on. He, he always struck me as very creepy, too, by the way. He was in it for the money, I always thought. Not- they made a lot of money off her. This is why everybody had sympathy and empathy for, for Britney, right? Right. Mm. Oh, boy. She's just a little Looney Tune sometimes. But at some point, bad decisions and who you surround yourself with catch up with you, including this guy. Yeah, but you know what? It, it's it's. Did she marry him after the conservatorship ended? It she was did, right, right about that time. Yeah, it was like, but so, but she knew him for a while, so the father had to know who the guy was. You know, I, 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 I she just makes bad choices. She's not very good when it, it comes to the love world department. I don't know. And business wise, it seems her father took all her money, which was horrible. But we'll see. I think she's on that cuckoo train, Bill. Just saying. October, her book comes out. 
Maybe there's an extra chapter in there okay. about this cat. <laughs> so now, Maybe now she's adding something. There's going to be Brittany chapter 22 edition right. <laughs> about <laughs> Sam Ashgari. Exactly. Jeez. Uh, in other fluff news, that Barbie movie, actually it's a business story. It is the biggest Warner Brothers film of all time now. Oh, and start saving your money because the streaming prices are out. All right, we've got that too. Some more on uh, for, some of the dominoes are falling for the Trump Georgia indictment. When things are going to take place, too. We got all of it coming up next. The East South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. This is all crazy. I mean, let's let's be clear what's going on. The left is afraid of Donald Trump. He is the one outsider who has shaken their whole system, and they're willing to destroy the law in order to destroy Trump. That's the heart of it. But what's the result of it? I think in the end, this is going to nominate Trump by a landslide, and the nomination may be over by February 1st. So isn't it kind of a timeline? That's uh, Newt Gingrich, by the way. He's been chiming in on this. So has Alan Dershowitz and everybody else. They don't think these things hold water, but it's enough to delay things, and it's, well, coincides with what Trump's been calling it, election interference. Well, is it not election interference that uh, the attorney general there and uh, the prosecutor in Fulton County wants the trial to... March 4th, <laughs> the day before Super Tuesday. It's like, okay, that, that's convenient. They're so not you, even trying to not be obvious, you know? Come on. So you're going you're to have them in court yeah. the day before the biggest election day as right. far as a primary goes. I, please. I, and you know what? All the power to her. I hope he's in court because he's going to get more publicity being in court. He doesn't even have to campaign. And he'll See, win Super Tuesday without being on the that's road. That's the other side of this, right? I don't think anything's going to stop him from getting the nomination. No. No. Man, it's just it's, the, the real, the real, true, true shame of this whole thing is what goes on forward because there's going to be payback somehow. Do you just want constant? And then after every single election, federal, state, local, whatever it is, you're just going to have lawsuits and indictments. You want that? Uh, yeah, somewhere because along. of this, they Newt's right. They just stomped on the law in order to st- it, sacrificing our future to get Trump. Yeah, it's it's come on, it's it's. But you know, if once Trump's in office, if he gets there, unless they put him in prison first. Uh, unless when he gets there, it's going to be payback against the Biden. Hunter Biden better. The Bidens better pray Trump doesn't win because that whole family will be in prison. Oh, he's going. No, that's I, there's no doubt now. It was that vengeance video that Trump. Yeah, remember, yeah, remember, he said this. He released this yet, uh, day and a half ago. That is why as soon as I am reelected, I will appoint a real special counsel or maybe you'll call it a special prosecutor, whatever you want to call it, you can to look at all of these bribes, kickbacks, and other crimes, as well as the shameless attempt at a cover-up. Justice will be done. The Biden crime family will be looked at. There's no turning wow. back now. There's no, there's no it's just going to, it's going to kind of go on for decades. Can this may be it, This may be it from the future, though. This well, is what anybody's going to do in politics. So let me ask you this. What's the, here's the real result. Who's going to run ever? Oof. That's a great question. Well, you, you lose an election and you, and you happen to say, hey, you know, let's just audit. Oh, election interference. Charge him. <laughs> indict him. I, I think I think the, the Trump case is going to be the precedent for all of it. You know, if he walks scot-free, as yeah. most attorneys think he will, because there aren't any real charges against him that are going to hold any water. Right. Then it'll be like, OK, do we really want to press charges when we know it's just going to get tossed out in a court of law? So you can only hope that Ridiculous. common sense prevails somewhere along the line. Uh, that you know what you hit it out. That's exactly right. Uh, Where's the common sense it, for God's sake? It's it's but this this whole country. You know, finally the people who are, are sick of listening to the Democrats shove stuff down their throats are finally fighting back. But it took them ten years to finally wake up. Right. But it it's 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 ridiculous. 
they all, I can't tell you how many people think Trump's as guilty as the day is long. Sure. And you can't tell them any otherwise. Right. And and there's the other side that says Trump's as innocent as the day is long. So, And, and I think there's this whole contingent of people who they, they have a gut feeling that Trump really didn't do what they're saying, but they don't care. And they keep it quiet and they go, doesn't matter. I hope they get him anyway. Yeah. I think they don't like lo- him. I think there's a lot of people like that. There's a lot of people don't like Trump because of his personality. Yep. You know? Oh, he's too in your face. He's too this. He's too that. Yeah. Okay, but he didn't run your 401k into the ground and cost you an extra $1,000 a month in expenses to live. Sorry. Sounds like I had a nerve there. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Just it's true. I know. <laughs> I had to make a mortgage payment. I was like, oh, God, that hurt. <laughs> oh, God. It's like, jeez. Well, you don't have to worry about the, uh, the the makers of Barbie. Didn't we just have that story? Margot Robbie has cleared so far. Yeah. $50 million being a producer of this, this, uh, this Barbie movie. You know, I wonder how many people laughed at Margot Robbie when she became the producer of this film. Probably a lot. I probably said, yeah. what are you, crazy? Why would you do this? It's a doll. None of us liked her. We beheaded her. We, you know, no. we, 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 you know, colored her and we, we cut her hair and we did horrible things. Good God. Yeah. Wow. Did you ever see a therapist about this? <laughs> What's going on Barbie, over there? Barbie didn't do well in my house. <laughs> Barbie has now, laugh all we want, is now Warner Brothers' biggest movie ever. Think of all the classics that they have had. Okay, let me ask you this, all right? Uh, the only thing bigger, mm-hmm. Harry Potter, mm-hmm. right? They turned a whole theme park <laughs> into the movie. Yeah, yeah, right. Is there going to be a Barbie theme park? Oh, oh, God. They already have all the oh, set stuff. That's a lot of pink. <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. You could see this showing up somewhere, you know? Oh, I, oh, absolutely. You Very know, easily. It, it's without a doubt. You know, does it show up at, at Universal Studios somewhere in the back lot? There's Barbie World. Mm. I, I could see it happening without a doubt. Uh, it's uh, speaking of Barbie, they have announced that on September 5th, it will be released, streamed on Amazon. 20 bucks you can pre order it. That, see, so they're going to make more money. They're, they're going to make, make more e- money. even more money from that. And usually, you know, usually it, it stays there and, and while it makes money. So I don't know how long it'll be in the pay column yeah, before they finally make it free. So globe, so domestically, it's its biggest movie ever. Globally, there's only one movie that ever beat it, and you said it there: Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. Oh, did it really? But it's it, it's going to overtake that too. It's going to be the biggest movie of all time for Warner Brothers. Isn't that amazing? But listen to this. Beat, it beat Harry Potter. Yeah. Oh my God. But how about our little Sound of Freedom movie? This is the biggest news, yeah. Which is still making money, by the way. It has made 174 million bucks in the U.S. It's ahead of the newest Indiana Jones movie. Look at that. You go, Sound you of saw Freedom. That. Woohoo! I did. <laughs> yeah. I told you that Indiana Jones movie stunk. That's amazing. That's I, I mean I didn't see that coming though. That's 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 awesome that's for inc- Sound of Freedom. That's incredible. Yeah, good for them. All right, we got uh, rapid fire. Oh, I forgot all about it. That's okay. You got <laughs> I gotta time? Go, gotta go find something. So we're gonna wait till after the commercial so Jen can find a story. <laughs> <laughs> Minutes away, we'll update you what's going on in the headlines next. The East South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. <laughs> What's going on in the headlines? We'll catch you up so you can uh, start the rest of the day. Jen, what's what's going on over there? Did this you find is, something to talk yeah, about? Yeah, you know what? I had this, and I wasn't going to talk about it, but then I thought about it, and I said, you know what? This is this is a prime lesson for people who have teenage kids. 
Okay, not that your children are going to do this, but just to have a conversation with them about how things can go horrifically wrong. Wait, so let me just preface this by saying real quick, Jen, is this the one on the break you kept saying, oh, this is bad. This is really bad. This This is is really bad. (laughs) This is is almost as bad, if not worse, than the ambulance story. Oh, Oh, no. no. And that's bad. And and that was a bad one. Okay, I'm going to introduce you to this Mackenzie Sharilla. She's 19 years old. When the accident happened, she was 18. She's from Ohio, a place called Strongsville. It's outside of Cleveland. She got in a fight with her boyfriend. Oh. Boyfriend and the best friend were in the car with her. She was driving. She decided, you know what? I don't like you anymore. She ran her car into the side of a brick wall. Oh, my gosh. Actually, it's a brick building. Going 100 miles per hour. What? Good Lord. And apparently, according to prosecutors in this case, she had threatened to do the same thing to him before. Prior to that, two weeks where he was so afraid, the boyfriend, he called his mother and said, come pick me up because she's crazy. Wow. So they had all these witnesses come forward about all these arguments. When the police arrived at this scene, the boyfriend and his friend were both dead inside the car. She was in critical condition. She lived. Yesterday, wow. she was found guilty of four separate, four counts of murder. I don't know how they get four counts of murder when only two people died. Right. But they did. This judge looked at her and said, you are nothing but hell. She called her hell on wheels. You did this purposely. You're evil. You're going to prison for the rest of your life. She's 19 years old. She has to serve at least a minimum of 15 years before she gets paroled. This kid was like hysterical in the courtroom. And I'm thinking, hello, you did this to yourself. Yeah. So, I mean, you got to talk to your kids. If they don't like breakups, there's got to be other ways to deal with emotional issues instead of trying to kill people. I think we've said it before. It goes back to coping skills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have none. There's something really lost now. That's right. No, I think I that, know. that's the important part for me. I mean, you're right. That was a crazy it's a story. horrible story. But the moral is, is trying to talk to your kids these days about coping. I mean, there's right. so many Because they get so much information and misinformation ah, from social media now right. with a lot of bad stuff. And they get so caught up in it. My life's over. If you don't have wow. a boy or if you have a fight, it's like... Stop. Man. Yeah, really. So anyway. Brutal. You got a better story? I'm sorry. I started <laughs> off on such a bad note. Not yet. We're just going to update you on something now. Uh, you had said before, they, a little bit of the timeline starting to shake out from Georgia, the indictment stuff. Okay. Well, <laughs> the uh, DA has asked totally for arraignment of the defendants to be scheduled for September 5th. September 5th. So that's what, just what, next month? Yeah. That's like a couple of weeks away. Wow. That's yeah. very soon. And now we also heard the story about, wait a minute, when this was all happening early this week, two things happened. First of all, they actually leaked the indictments, which turned out to be true. Exactly what was leaked was in the indictments. It was there before the grand jury had recessed, before they were done. And then they released the names of their grand jurors. That's where I'm going. Oh, I'm sorry. It was a rumor confirmed. The apparent names and addresses of the grand jury members indicted former President Trump have been posted online. You can find Every single one of them right now if you do a search. Yeah. I'm and not and a, what did some clerk said, oh, I hit the wrong button? And she it said, was some stupid excuse. It was confirmed yesterday, and she said, because they had to bring her in and say, did this happen? Did you do it? Whatever. What was the procedure? Yes, I am human. I made a mistake. Ken, I, I've heard several legal experts say they should go after them and ask for a dismissal on both of these things. Absolutely. This is a circus down there. Wow. Well, I was going to say that. I mean, I'm not a legal analyst by no. any stretch, but... Isn't that grounds for some type of, you know, throwing out a case or something? 
She said she hit the wrong button. Oh I'm thinking you're trying to tell me one computer stroke is the difference between posting the grand jury names right. publicly and not. And I'll tell you this, too. I got a feeling that's a lie. If I'm a part of that, I'm coming out and saying uh, thanks, but no thanks. Like, find somebody else. I don't want my address out there if I'm a part of this trial. Oh, oh, you can you crazy? imagine these people are probably already getting threats? Yeah. They are. That's Well, that's what the DA's office in, in <laughs> Fulton County is actually saying. They're being threatened, which kind of makes sense with a, with a story this big, but you can find everything wow. you want about them right now. Isn't that horrible? The people that were in that, that should never happen. Yeah, no, you should never that. know the names of a grand jury. Are you kidding Jeez. me? For this purpose. So people exactly don't retaliate why. against them. And, and especially in a case this volatile. Seriously. Holy cow. Ridiculous. Clown show. Yep. Well, guys, <laughs> this is a, uh, a pretty, I don't know, maybe ingenious move by the Orlando PD. I need to get an update to see if it's been successful yet. But they found 18 pounds of weed, marijuana, the devil's grass, in the Orlando <sighs> airport. Speak for yourself. <laughs> devil's lettuce. That's right. Devil's lettuce. That's what they call it. They found this at a baggage claim inside somebody's bag what? in the Orlando airport. Oh, come on. Somebody put it in their baggage? It was the police dog. Smelled oh around. God. All oh, of a sudden it. got a whiff. They said, hey, come over here. Follow me, guys. And there it was. They opened it up and just giant bales of weed inside <laughs> the suitcase. Marijuana, the burning weed with its roots in hell. <laughs> Where did you find not, that? <laughs> it's briefer madness. Oh, I did not ask you to line that up. That was impromptu. That was really That's good great. too for Bill to find that that quickly. <laughs> but I love what. That's great. I love what the PD did here, though. They said. Well, the owner of the weed can come to the lost and found to pick it up. <laughs> yeah. I don't well, think anybody showed up yet. Wow. <laughs> but so there was no... That was a genius. Wait a minute. Yeah. There's no markings on the bag? No, you see, and it's funny because I thought about that. When I travel, I have like a tag on there with my yeah. phone number in case your baggage gets lost. I guess this was an unmarked bag. This is so when you tell the person picking up the drop, uh-huh. just go to the bag. It's right. blue. It, there's no name on it. There's no tags. It'll probably be still on the, the thingy going around. Right. It's good police it. work, though. That was smart. It was. Those dogs, they sniff out everything. They yep. sure did. 18 pounds. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. Well, that's a brick. It is. All right. Well, this one is a little bit bigger than 18 pounds. It's 500 pounds. And this particular individual or thing created havoc in South Lake Tahoe. We talked about this beast for weeks. Oh, is this, uh, what's his name there? Hank Hank the the Tank. Tank. The 500-pound black bear that had at least, it was responsible for at least 21 break-ins in homes in Lake Tahoe and causing lots of damage. They have finally caught the 500-pound Hank the Tank. Wow, his crime spree has been ended. And and instead of (laughs) euthanizing Hank the Tank, they are going to release Hank into the Wild Animal Refuge in Springfield, Colorado. But here's the biggest revelation of the whole story. Yes. Hank the Tank is a girl. No. <laughs> I think we had a feeling, though, because, yeah. you know, it's you know, a bear would do that if they have little babies to feed, right? Yeah. So Hank the Tank is a female and not a boy. Wow. That so is a they, twist. They misgendered her. Yeah, I guess so. She's Hannah the Tank, I guess. I don't know. It doesn't, doesn't have the same ring to it. But. Right, I know. <laughs> Hank the Tank is now in Colorado well, having she, a grand old time. She was on the lamb for a long time, though. Yeah, yeah rem- and then remember wow. they said she had accomplices. That's right. Yes. That was a big deal. It was a bear gang. <laughs> that was That's what kicked off our Summer of the Bear in 2023. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Took him that long to catch her. All right, this is really weird, but stay with me. It's fascinating. 
Play along. Okay. Researchers say they've been able to reproduce a song. A song? F- just from the brainwaves of people who listen to it. Please explain this to me. This is creepy. <laughs> it's a lot. Like I said, it's weird. The brainwaves were recorded from 29 epileptic patients. They listened to Pink Floyd's Another Brick in the Wall. We all know that, right? Yeah, sure. Okay. So... They listened to that. I don't know how many times they had to listen to it. The researchers were able to get the brainwaves and reproduce the song and create a wave file. It's incredible. It's really incredible. It's that frightens me. So they they can read your your mind. They fed it into a computer and it was able to recreate it using the data from just listening to a song. So let me ask they you. They grabbed this. it out of your head. So yeah. that's it. They they read your mind. That's what they're doing. But what they're trying... Yes, you hit it. They're because reading what your they're mind. Tr- what they're trying to do is they're hoping it's going to lead in advances in communicating with nonverbal patients. So it's like you're... If Diener can't talk... Yeah. We'll just... We'll grab his brainwaves, right? Wow. We'll throw it into the computer, and then we'll press the button, and it's like, what do you think about that, Diener? Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's fascinating, though. So does that mean they're... That's incredible. And this is just, just a thought... Do certain sounds resonate differently yep. in the brain, in your brain, so it creates like a, a unique wave, a different wave, and you put all those waves together. You know, that's the song. That's or, you know, wow. they were able to do it with music, but they could do it with thoughts too. Then, right, right? or what they're hearing. That's pretty wild. I know. Yeah, so, but then it's like I a, see, I go to the opposite side and think this is going to be used, like you know, to get information from possible. a bad person. Oh, mind reading. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Right. You know what? Did you did you rob that bank and, right. and shoot the teller? No, and they can read your brain and or, say, oh, you know, you, you did, you lied. Or if they think you're a Trump voter, they'll read your brain waves and then all of a sudden <laughs> throw you in jail. That's right. That's the future. Or or infuse Biden. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, could. Yeah, what can they feed in? <laughs> your waves have told us you're a Trump that's, voter. That's like a science fiction thing. It's crazy. It really wild, is. Though? Wow, that's great. Hmm. Hmm. Sure well, beats my bear story. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'll throw this out here, guys. Actually, I have a few things to choose from, but I'll put this one out here. Taylor Swift. And this goes back to something that Bill was theorizing last year. Uh-oh. When Uh-oh. you said that Taylor Swift would be the... Uh, President? No, no, not yet. Close. Would be the performer for the halftime show of the Super Bowl. Yeah. That was before, you know, obviously they ended up having, uh, who was it, Rihanna. She should. She should. Yeah, but Come now on. she rules the world. Is she rich? She's not even going to be around when the Super Bowl. going to be another country. Well, you're right, Jen. Because oh, it was. Sorry. <laughs> no, no. They brought it up to her, and she has declined to perform at the 2024 Super Bowl. There goes that. In Las Vegas. Because she's probably like in Asia or something, right? Isn't well, she going th- to Europe by then? Right. She's still going to be on tour. Like this end of the year starts like her world tour, the, the leg of the world tour. Then she's coming to Miami in October of 24. But so it this thing's does leave forever. her open for 2025. It does. Maybe. Yeah. The NFL's like, oh, there goes that. All right, get Lizzo back in the fold. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Lizzo's back in the fold. Lizzo's was, back in the mix. That's amazing that Lizzo was even, not by herself, right? I wouldn't think so. I mean, that would have been so, like, so much room. Oh, hey, whoa, hey! <laughs> All right, we better wrap this up now. This is this is falling apart very quickly. Oh, no, sorry. All right, we're gonna meet the uh, the kid, the winner of the mullet contest for this year. He's awesome, the Cheddar Wiz. I love this kid. Is that his nickname? Yeah, he calls himself the Cheddar. God, Wiz. it's not his last name, huh? <laughs> <laughs> we've got we've got that and uh, Creepy Joe being Creepy Joe. We got more on that coming up next. The Self Little Morning Show. Keep it here. I want to say one thing to your children. I know some really great ice cream places around here. 
and daddy owes you. So talk to me after. Oh, boy. Well, daddy owes you. Keep away from me, creepy daddy. It was a White House ceremony for the one-year anniversary of the Inflation Reduction Act. Notice how they just had White House staffers and family members there, and they bring the kids and the families. and you know, Because how can you criticize them when that, that's the crowd? Well, and that's, you know, how could you have little Peter Ducey yelling at him saying, is, is America really better off, sir? I don't even think the press was there. I think it was just the yeah. inner families of the, the White House. And, you know, the, the average American, let's be honest, we live for this stuff. We, we breathe it night and day. I, I, go ask, you know, if my mother were still alive. Ma, what happened? Oh, the president had a press conference. All those people were excited. They were clapping and cheering. It must be working, right? That would be the probably average answer from most Americans. It still works enough. I mean, there's less people that believe that, but it still works enough to fool most of the nation, I think. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. You have a so Well, it's got to be working. They just celebrated it. Yeah, look at all the people there, you know, yeah. clapping for him. But then he gets creepy. He did say this. The Financial Times and the Wall Street Journal initially called my plan Bidenomics. But guess what? It's working. It's working. <laughs> you know what we have? Yeah, it's working great. <laughs> it works really well. You know what else about Creepy Joe? Remember, he used to sneak up behind people all the time. The oh, women. yeah. Oh, I haven't yeah. seen him do that. Is it because they keep him away? Or there's somebody, is it? Is that why? Oh, he's, well, had, he's had a couple this past year. Has he? Really? Oh, I yeah. don't remember. Oh, yeah. It was also, I just saw recently uh, a video. We should maybe post it. I don't know. Scott Brown was a senator from Massachusetts. He's kind of like a real rhino. He was a he was really a Democrat Republican, one of those. Okay. But they're swearing him in. He was telling this story of Senator Joe Biden mm. next to him now. He was getting really handsy with his wife. Ooh. It, Scott Brown, he goes, I had to tell him, get the hell away from her. Really? Yeah. He, he's, he's on record saying this. He goes, I was, I was this close to punching him out. <laughs> <laughs> So he's Joe's always been, been like He's that. always been creepy. Oh, God, yeah. Holy the worst. Jeez, things don't change, do they? I guess not. Jerk. All right, let's get to the good news. This kid's awesome. Rory Ehrlich is the six-year-old from Pennsylvania who has won the 2023 Kids Mullet Championship. Ta-da! By the way, if you want, just, just an aside, if you want to still compete in the men's and women's, <laughs> those categories are still oh, open. Oh, that's still, still so, time to grow? So the party in the back? Uh, it is mulletchamp.com. Uh, they had 25 finalists, and then they got it down to three. And Fox and Friends, it was funny, because while we were sitting here yesterday, we saw all these kids on Fox and Friends. They had the final three, and they interviewed all three of them. And then they announced at the end of the show that little Rory had won. Uh, this kid, he's a, he's a scream. and it's, I know it's a visual, so I think Diener's putting it on the uh, the morning show blog, 850WFTL.com and the app. But uh, this is him and his mom talking about the big win. My heart is beating so fast. <laughs> it's just hysterical, and I love it. I love every part of it. It's been such an amazing, fun contest, and the community has been so awesome, and it's, it's so overwhelming. We went to the barber. He wanted a mullet and uh, said he wanted to do this contest. Took it about a year. Isn't that wild? Because remember the kid last year? He was a wild man. Yeah. This and this <laughs> this kid, he's so cute. And what what they do is to vote for each contestant, whether it be the child's category, the men's or the women's, you make a donation to the wounded warriors. It's awesome. And, yeah, it's and, a great and benefit. So far, I guess the kids raised one hundred and seventy five thousand dollars. But out of all of this fundraising, everybody who wins, you know, who w- wins, he gets five thousand dollars. 
So they asked him, do you have do you have the cut of they asked him what he was going to do with it? No. He goes, I'm going to buy my sister an alpaca. <laughs> and then the sister turns around and she goes, uh-uh, you're buying me three because they can't be by themselves. He goes, okay, I'll buy you three. So she's done the research. So she's uh, she's going to get her alpacas thanks to her little brother. Isn't that cute? It's really, you got to check it out. You got to see this kid. And He's adorable. Real, took him about a year, grew it out. Business in the front, party in the back, and he plays baseball. And I guess they call him the Cheddar Whiz when they, they when he comes up. <laughs> of course, they say it looks like it's cheddar cheese blowing in the wind. <laughs> oh I guess I don't know, but he is cute. Oh, that's awesome! Good little Rory. All right, we've got uh, a couple more headlines coming up next. We'll update you on the latest on Hawaii. Who's helping? What's coming now? Uh, it's you know relief wise a little bit better than yesterday, but it's still a long way to go. And your local supermarkets may be changing. How do you like that? We'll see what effect that's going to have. It's coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. It's an Aldi thing. Your local supermarkets are changing. It's not going to affect Publix or anything, but it affects Winn-Dixie because Aldi, and those are everywhere these days, is buying Winn-Dixie. It's interesting. You know, it makes me wonder if they bought it because they realized it was probably cheaper to buy an existing store instead of trying to find the uh, real estate to build. You know, because they're running out of places to build. Let's be honest. It, it's getting out of control again. But anyway, uh, across the state. Uh, Aldi's bought Winn-Dixie and another store called Harvey's because they're owned by the same company called SEG. That's the parent company. And Harvey's, I guess, is in Louisiana and Alabama. So now Aldi's will have... They said nationwide, 2,400 stores That's by big, the end of the year. It's a big That's imprint big. in the industry, You're as they kidding. say. I wonder what the, uh, the Winn-Dixie is going to start to look like. Is all the, all, on its own, is way smaller than a typical Winn-Dixie. Yeah, or a tip, for most grocery stores, they're smaller, actually. Yeah. So do they, are they expanding? Are they getting into the pharmacy world? Are well, they getting into the right. liquor world? Are they going to start having you know, a, you know, a bigger produce section? Maybe they're just going to get bigger stores. What are they going to call it? I would assume they're going to call it Aldi, right? All Dixie. <laughs> that's a good, I think I think that's what they should do. What when, do they do about Harvey's? Win Aldi Harvey's. <laughs> I don't know. I think they're just going to call them Aldi's, right? It's a big retail deal, though. It's one of the top business stories today. So it, it will affect a lot of stuff. Aldi has been very successful there in what they do. And, you, boy, you walk in there, you don't know what you're going to find. Yeah, what, what it, I said, uh, last time I was there was, it was recently, but I bought folding chairs. Folding, folding chairs and apples. That's a shopping trip. They get great deals on meat. Yeah, they do. Uh, other retail stuff. Target, not a good quarter. Down 5% in sales. You don't think that woke pushback had an effect? Oh, no. It had nothing to do with that, Bill. It's because, according to their Whoa. CEO, uh, people aren't buying discretionary items anymore. Like he says. I'm like, sure. and this guy's still the CEO? Put it this way. Sure. Even Target doesn't think they're going to have a good year because they just reevaluated their out, their outcome for the rest of the year. They did. They they said they were going to have. Say they said they were going to have a four percent increase. They dropped that to like zero. <laughs> so they're concerned. So I and and you can't tell me this guy thinks it's because of non discretionary buys. Please. I'll be interested to see what their next quarterly report looks like. Did people like get over the woke stuff and the pushback, and they're like, "All right, it's better now. That's fine." So all people want to do is go buy some stuff. You know, you spend enough money at Target anyway. They don't want to be hit over the head with any kind of agenda. The woke stuff was one thing. I wouldn't go on. The, I wouldn't want. Uh, you know, it's Redneck Month. Yeah. <laughs> 
Nick. I don't want anything. <laughs> Just stop pushing agendas. And I think most people well, feel that way. Well, they'll be okay because Halloween stuff's out and Christmas stuff is out. So that, that'll save them. Well, that's true, too. You right. Know? So exactly. they, 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 they hit a downtrend in a good part of – in a good quarter or a good two quarters. So uh, th- they'll be okay. I'm sure Target isn't going to be hurting. Not like Anheuser-Busch took the hit. Oof, and continues to. That is yeah. not recovered. It's it's not dropping as fast as it was, but it's it's not leveling off either. Uh, Billy Bush, not the reporter guy from Entertainment Tonight, but Billy Bush, as in from the Bush family, uh, Anheuser Bush, that is, has told <laughs> has told him, Bev, I'll buy you back. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. Can you imagine that would be great, actually. Well, well yeah, then they'd move it back to the United States. I, granted, all their plants are still here, but they're based in Europe, you know. Hey, so, and Bev Bonham, yeah. yeah. So it's it's not like they're in St. Louis, Missouri anymore. Mm. Although the plant's probably still there, but still, and I think that has a lot to do with it. A little update on Maui. Uh, FEMA's there on the ground, obviously a little bit better in recovery efforts and uh, you, know, you know help efforts here. There's the FEMA administrator. FEMA urban search and rescue teams are working closely with the state to help account for those who are still missing. Got to tell you though. It's being revealed more and more how just defunct that state administration and that mayor is. They they just they were a mess. Well, yesterday I think the biggest mess turned out to be the guy that's in charge of emergency management. Uh, he's also the same guy that ran the company that this the agency that put out the alarm that they were having a missile attack. Oh yeah, that happened. Uh, this guy yeah. and revealed uh, the password. Uh, yeah. He defended himself yesterday and said, "I didn't put out an alert via the siren." They specifically admitted to it because he said Hawaiians are trained to seek higher ground. If we had alerted and and sent out the sirens, they would have run right into the fire. And I went, you really think people are that stupid? You're going to sound a siren to tell them there's something to be concerned about. They also get alerts on their cell phones and everywhere else, TV, radio. The problem was nobody had that because they lost everything with the fire. So the sirens... Probably could have saved people. So, oh, they're going to run. They're going to go. They're trained to go to higher ground. You don't think they see the fire? That, you stupid. Nothing about that sounds right. You know, oh, it just gonna, sounds like covering your tracks. They're going to run into it. I'm like, uh, no, they're not. At least you could have warned them somehow. Is he trying to say like to to their houses to, to get uh, valuables or something? No, he said the Hawaiians are trained because I guess what they're usually worried about is a tsunami. Sure. Or, right. or lava, maybe. I don't right. know. But in any case, he said they're told it. Uh, this is what he said. Hawaiians are trained to seek higher ground. The problem is the fire was in the higher ground. Oh, OK, so he it's... thought everybody would run toward the fire. No, yeah. But I'm thinking... emergency alarms, you sound them. Come on. Yeah, that's you, stupid. Don't you think people would have looked and said, hello, there's a fire over there. I'm going this way. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, I think he's just covering his butt. Here's something interesting we learned that covers all of this. Uh, I had no idea that the island loves spam. You know, like camping spam? Yeah, either did I until The compressed that, meat? Your brother and, a, and a, a friend of mine are the only two people I know who do like it. Except apparently all Hawaiians. And the true love of the island's love for spam products goes way back to World War II. Lunch of meat was served to GIs. Wow. So Spam Horm- Hormel, the brand. Okay. They got a hold of this information, and they are having a, you know, whether or not you like spam, you got to realize this is a nice thing for them to do. They're uh, donating a ton of spam for Maui. Well, good for them. They say Hawaii eats more spam than any other state in the nation. There's a lot of spam. Here's the brand manager for spam talking about what they'd like to accomplish here. 
They are our ohana. I would say that they are truly our family, they're our friends, and they bring this brand to life. Now is our time to let our ohana on Maui know that we see them, that we love them, that we're supporting them. When you think of it, wow. like when do you use spam? Like, you know, you're overseas somewhere, you're camping, or, you know, these are people who are homeless right now. So true. So true. They only, I think they said yesterday they updated it like 250 people are in hotels. Oof. They have nowhere to put all these people. Oh. And they've just, they, they lost everything. They, they left with the clothes that they were wearing, and that was it. And, and, and luckily, they got out. Other people didn't make it. Now, they, they, just, they made the announcement this morning that they're sending in specialists, DNA specialists from California, because they can't identify these bodies. It's horrible. Brutal. But help is coming in, slowly but surely. So hopefully, uh, hopefully that helps them out. I think our oh. friend Britney Spears needs some help. Oh. She's off Dad, the crazy train again. I, no, I think she's on the crazy train, and she's the engineer, Bill. She's, uh, she's getting divorced now, apparently. Yeah. Oh. Sam Eshgari? Is that how you say his name? I don't yeah, know. I think so. Whatever. How many husbands is this? Uh, Three? I don't know. I have to go look. I don't know. I, I'm not a does big Britney fan. So. Does it send her further <laughs> over the edge? I Maybe. She's got that poll now. One never knows. Jeez. <laughs> oh, well, we she gotta, did. She put the video out, not me. We got a crazy, crazy story. It's kind of morose. Sorry about that. But this guy <gasps> who's a patient fell out of the back of an ambulance on 95 in Port St. Lucie. Oh, how horrible. They don't know what happened there. Jeez. We'll get that and more coming up next. The East South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. But to hear something like that happening, it was very startling to me. The next time you're driving and you happen to see an ambulance, is it going to be on your mind? Yes, it will, definitely. And I won't travel behind him. <laughs> this is one oh of those. Oh, my goodness. And it's, it's a morose story, but it's just crazy. I think it's one of those stories we're going to find out a lot more information later on. Like, how does this even happen? Yeah, the the whole And you know what? It was one of those things that happened. It, it, I got the alert probably around 6 o'clock last night. And my daughter was there, and I went, oh, my God. This is like one of those stories you read about from another country. Not here. A man, unfortunately, he died. He's a 70-year-old guy. He was in the back of an ambulance, 95, uh, right at Midway Road, which is right near the Fort Pierce, uh, Port St. Lucie border. They're southbound. Uh, he, all they say is he exited the back of the ambulance. So... He, he fell. Was, he was the patient. It's a he, nice way of saying that the door was bust open and the guy fell out. Okay, but the thing is, did did the gurney go with him, or is it like did he roll out or did he fall out? Oh, that's terrible. And then God. and then what's even worse is a 29 year old paramedic who was in the back of the ambulance with him also fell out onto the roadway trying to save the 70 year old. It's just awful. All and then imagine the drivers right behind oh. the ambulance. Oh dear. And Yikes. That's, that's what happened. So oh, anyway, man. the 70-year-old the man was, was killed. 29-year-old is at Lawnwood Regional, which is the trauma center up there in Fort Pierce. Life-threatening injuries. They don't know if he or she is going to make it. That's horrible. Just doing his or her job. Man, this is just rough all the way around. And again, you got to make a call to oh. family members of this 70-year-old patient who was expected to get treatment when they got to a hospital. Oh, it never made it there. Sorry. Yeah, as the driver of the ambulance, who do you call first? Oh, boy. You are 911. You know, it's like, okay. 
And we don't know if it was a county, you know, like a fire truck ambulance that Mm. you see when the fire trucks come, a county vehicle, a private vehicle, uh, because there's a lot of private ambulance services. So we don't know because the details are kind of sketchy. But how how horrific for the people who were behind the ambulance as well. I know. For no fault of your own, you killed somebody. It's like, oh, my goodness. It's just one of those stories you're like, how does this happen? But I like the way they say he exited the <laughs> the ambulance. Right. I'm like, what do you mean he exited? As we saw the headline this morning, like, hey, how do you exit? Oh, and then you read into it. Oh, yeah. At first, I thought maybe it was like a suicide kind of thing. I know, but I don't think it was that at all. Oh, I don't guy. think. I think it was just a bad mishap of in things. That poor, oh, that poor guy. The poor person. All of them. Everybody oh, involved with that. All the one. families involved. How terrible. All right, a lot of people chiming in on uh, the Georgia indictment as it relates to all the other ones. We always go to Alan Dershowitz for this because he'll tell you exactly what he thinks about this. But he had bright. He, he started this interview it was on OAN and last night, you know, and he said he doesn't think it's legit. He goes, but it doesn't matter. They don't. Everybody knows it's not legit, but it's just about the timing of the thing. But the the warning of this is what he what he said. This is about what it means for future elections. But what it says about future challenges to elections by lawyers. I think every lawyer who's an election lawyer, uh, should be trembling at the result of this. It basically says if you're wrong about the election, we're coming after you. And that's just not the way it should be. If you're wrong about the election, you lose. In other words, he went on to say, every election we've ever had at any level, federal, state, or local, is if you're on the losing end of it, it's like, okay, can we, I mean, people ask for recounts, right? Yeah, they challenge the count, whatever, yeah. Don't do that anymore. They'll come after you and call you a criminal and, and throw a RICO charge at you. Yeah, and he, he kind of put it in perspective when he said, you know, when I was Al Gore on Al Gore's legal team, when Al Gore challenged the Florida results, back when he ran against Bush, he said, I did everything that, uh, that Trump's attorneys did, that Trump and his team did. I get praised for it. I wrote a book about it. Mm-hmm. It made millions. He's going, he, he gets charged with a RICO charge. So if you don't think that's crazy to begin with, then this this Fannie Willis, this district this district attorney in Fulton County. Yeah. Uh, oh, I want the trial to start March fourth, oh, which just so <laughs> happens to be the day before Super Tuesday. Gee, that oh no, how does that I, happen? Listen, that's a total coincidence. No, it is has to be right. Come on now. Yeah. Okay. So you know, I'm look. I'm thinking. You know what? Go ahead. Start it on March fourth. He's probably Trump will be thrilled because he'll get all this free publicity being in being in the courtroom on just around Super Tuesday when the biggest primaries in the country are taking place. Dershowitz went on to say the Trump team either wants all of these done quickly, get to appellate courts quickly, which is tough, or extend these out as long as you could possibly make them. I think they're going to have to extend the one that's going to take place in Fort Pierce right? because his property manager showed up. They had no place to put all the, the media trucks, and that was the property manager. What happens when Trump shows up there? They, 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 it'll shut down all of Fort Pierce. You won't be able to function in that city. If you got a condo, rent it out. Right now. Unbelievable. Call oh. up NBC. I'm sure they'll take you up on your offer. Oh, by the way, confirmed yesterday by one of the court clerks, I think the court clerk who apparently pressed the button wrong. Oh, yeah. Every name. In Jordan, Fulton County of the grand jury, every one of their names has been released. How do you like that? And their addresses, probably, and everything they do. Now, this if what you're a, a clown me- show, yeah. And if you don't know, if you're a member of a grand jury, that you remain private. That's the whole point, right? You know, it's it's unbiased opinion. You're given the facts, and you decide whether or not the, they should go forward with charges and a trial. And that's what a grand jury does. And they're not supposed to know who you are <laughs> for retaliatory purposes. Yeah, sure. The whole thing is a circus. It's a joke is what it is. 
Speaking of circuses. Yes. Uh, unfortunately. Our girl is in the news again. Mm. Britney Spears and her husband headed for divorce. Oh, color me surprised. This would be, what, three done? Three, three. marriages gone? Yeah, she was married to, uh, I forgot the first one. Oh, uh, Federline, Kevin Federline. And the other one, remember, she got a restraining order against the guy. He showed up at the wedding. Yeah. That, trying yeah, to crash it. That was, uh, Can't that was remember his dramatic. Name. That was right at the tail end of the conservatorship, which right. she escaped from. But now we're looking at this going, maybe you need a little bit of control. Not, not you know, not total, but somebody's got to watch over you. I think she's got a drug or alcohol problem is what the issue is. That could be. Well, that's what I think. Current husband, Sam Ascari. This is unfortunate. There's a prenup in place, but uh, there are sources. TMZ has the story. Claiming that Sam's trying to get more than he agreed to, he's threatening to release extraordinarily embarrassing information about Britney. That's extortion. You can go to prison for stuff like that. You leave Britney alone. Yeah, where is that guy? Is he coming back? Oh, and he's got, he's got to chime in, that Britney guy. He know. has to, right? This uh, is the third time, though. It makes you wonder. I, I, I just, I truly think after watching that video of her on that poll that she got, she's got some substance abuse issues. Still looks good, though. She does look good, especially after those kids. I agree. <laughs> right. No problem Anyway, she's there. got her book coming out in October. Maybe she's going to add a new chapter about this guy. Yeah, this. you're a chump, too, trying to suck me dry. <laughs> right. All right, got rapid fire. I'll catch you up on everything coming up in headlines next, just past bottom of the hour. Stick around for that. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. Go around the horn one more time this morning with some information. Jen, what you got? Well, this is not good if you're looking to buy a new car in the future. United Auto Workers President Sean Fain, he just urged all members to strike next week, beginning on August 24th. That would have detrimental effects. Wow. 30 days away from contract negotiations with Detroit's three automakers. That would be GM, Ford, and Stellantis. Is that how you say that? Sure. Stellantis. Anyway, uh, there are 140,000, actually 150,000 UAW members. They would systematically shut down production of everything. What does the union want? A 40% raise over a four-year deal. Good Lord. This is where unions go insane. There's an obvious need for them, but then they get greedy. Cost of living adjustments. Oh, that gets better. Elimination of the tiered wage system. So no matter when you start. So if I started it at today at, uh, say, GM, yeah, or you started, you would be making as much as the guy that's been there for 20 years, which I don't understand because no, I think the tiered system works better. But they want it gone. That's terrible. They also want to include uh, the battery plants now because the battery plants are going to be the big deal as far as electrical cars go. So electric cars go. So we shall see. But several analysts on Wall Street say there is a greater than 50% chance that this is going to take place next week. It would cost each automaker 400 to $500 million a week. Wow. No, and eventually it'll cost the consumer yes. more to buy cars. Right. Well, That's what this means. They're already too expensive. Yeah, they are. Regardless, because if they give in to what the union wants, you get 150,000 workers with a 40 per- Who gets a 40% raise? Granted, it's over four years, but that's 10% each year. Yeah. Who gets a 10% raise every year? And I know they overshoot with the big ask, and then they, they boil it down from there. But still, to start at 46%, come on. That's crazy. So say they get 20%. That's still, you know the automakers aren't going to eat it. They're going to yeah. make cars more expensive. Of course they are. So, sorry, I got bad news there. That's well, ridiculous. See how it works out, I guess. 
All right, well, Diener, uh, last rapid fire. You had the news about uh, Taylor Swift saying, I can't make the Super Bowl. I, right. I can't be the halftime performer. I'm just too busy, and I'm bigger than you, quite frankly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah and we yeah. know that Lizzo's been disinvited right? Well, after because, her recent controversy. Yep. So who are they thinking about? Well, cross another name off the list. Uh-oh. This has been much bally, uh, ballyhooed about that Ed Sheeran would be perfect, right? He's, he's huge. He does That's stadium true. tours. That's yeah, true. and he it's just him. You yeah. know, and he goes, this is how I make a song. <laughs> it's, well, it's pretty wild. Don't count on Ed Sheeran. Oh. No. And he has a reason. He says he's not interested because he doesn't think he could really, like, pull it off. Well, but, he's, uh-huh. he's not a performer, you know? He's right. not like a Beyonce or, you know, a Britney Spears or somebody like People that. People love him live, though. Yeah, but it wouldn't be like the circus sideshow. Yeah. But he says, I'd be a good guest. All right. And someone would be, I'd be like the side guest they bring on, which they all seem to do these days. I'd be somebody's, like, sideshow for the main act. I so like who that. do they bring in? I don't know. Well, it's in Vegas. I'm going to throw a couple names out to you guys. That and they've are associated with Vegas. You know uh, what they call Wayne Newton. No. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> no, please. Residencies. Vegas residencies. They're just going to do a magic show. It's Jeff Dunham. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I'd say you two. Now I know they've done it before. They did it back. Oh, that's a 2002. Yeah, yeah, they're there. Super Bowl 36. That was great. That was very that, good. They was, did a great show. Yeah. And they, Shania they, is they've there. been doing a residency at the Sphere. So, That's yeah. right. So Perfect. that would make sense. So you got them there. Shania Twain's there. That's right. And I'll throw out another name. Garth Brooks. Yeah, but Garth Brooks isn't going to share a stage with you two. He's no, going to take it by no. himself. No, that's right. But I'm, that's what I'm saying. Any one of those, I think, would work well. Garth I Brooks think. would be my choice. Yes, me too. Because so. they've never had, have they ever had a country artist. Ever. You guys oh. know more about Super Bowls than me, so I'm asking. I can't think of one. It's time. Yeah. It's time it for really a huge is. country artist. And who would be more perfect than? Garth Brooks. Or? I think Carrie, oh, oh, I keep Carrie on Underwood. Carrie Underwood. Carrie Underwood has that crossover appeal. Sure does. She could pull it off. She looks fantastic. And as you, you said this, I think, last week, Diener, she's already associated with the NFL. Right. Sunday Night Football. Right. It's perfect. So, a lot of good options out there. I want Maybe Carrie Underwood. Her and Garth. That would be great. That would be cool. I don't know if Mrs. Garth would allow it, but Garth would be there. That's right. And, and little Ed Sheeran come up yeah. the side with his, with his little funny guitar. Trisha, Trisha's going to be standing on the side of the stage. I'm watching you, Garth. <laughs> I see you. Okay. We all have to go to the store and check this out because Ego has teamed up with Sugarlands Distilling. Am I done? <laughs> Diener's done, I guess. Oh, you were done. Did, did I miss you? I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all right. Go hey, ahead. Jen, here I'm I go. Stop. No, you stepped all over me. Well, the last one counted as two. That's okay. I'm That's sorry. Right. Go no, ahead. No, that's fine. I'll just quickly throw this no, in here, actually. Take no, your time. No, we're running out of time anyway. So, your friend. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's okay. Takashi69, your oh, old God, neighbor there. Yeah, my old neighborhood. Yeah. Yes. neighbor. Well, yeah, he jogs a lot, I heard. Not anymore. Uh-oh. Remember we going to jail? <laughs> we talked about he was supposed to go to that court date for speeding uh, on, on the turnpike by Boynton Beach Boulevard. Yeah. He didn't go to his court date, and he was arrested outside of his house in your old neighborhood. Wow. They must know somebody because the guards uh-huh. there are really mean. Oh, they found him. <laughs> the original arrest, 130. He was doing 130 with his Lambo on Turnpike South near the Boynton Beach Boulevard exit. It's a special edition. Apparently, all his cars are special edition, too. I don't understand. He's a rapper. I've never heard one of his songs. No. I don't understand he makes so much money. Why is he so rich? I don't know. According to my sources, all of his shows are in Dubai. Oh, well, there you go. That he goes it. to Dubai on a regular basis. The wow. news is Jen has Takashi 6 9 sources. That's also... That's, <laughs> that's the biggest news story of the day. That's bigger than anything. You're right. <laughs> he lives in my old neighborhood. I got a lot of friends there. Anyway, my Ego story. Go check it out because they got they got booze now. Ego brunch in a jar sipping cream. 
20% alcohol, 40 oh, proof. Gosh. Now, here's here's the getcha. This is going to put you in a coma. It, it <laughs> tastes like toasted Eggo waffles, sweet maple syrup, rich butter, and a hint of smoky bacon. Wow. It is it is breakfast in a booze it Sounds bottle. like too much. Yeah. Yeah, but... This is one of the food combo stories I'm actually in favor of. All right. Actually, that probably tastes pretty good if you could like pour it, like you know, amaretto pour it in your coffee. Right. I'm willing to try it, but it sounds like a lot. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, my, my teeth hurt just yeah, talking right, about exactly. it. <laughs> We've talked about this a ton today. It is a big business story. Aldi is is acquiring all of the Winn Dixie stores. That's right. So if you get a favorite Winn Dixie or Aldi, how does that change things? They're not really revealing too much, but they paid a lot of money. I would assume I, they're really not going to change like the name or the look of anything. I guess it's just they're going to own cool. it, right? If I owned it, I'm putting my name on it. I mean, do when Dixie's just go away, there's going to be yes. Aldi's? I want, I want Win Aldi. <laughs> That's what I want. Aldi Aldi, win. Aldi, Aldi 2. Aldi Dixie. Aldi Dixie. Aldi Dixie. Aldi Dixie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But that's happening. Sometime next year, you start to see the changes they say. Who knows? That is a big deal. I didn't know it Aldi is. made that much money, honestly. I know it. They, oh, they're huge now. That, well, good for them. I like it there. And lastly, guys, last but not least. Sure about that. <laughs> yes, this is it. I promise. Pumpkin spice latte. Yeah. What? It's back. Here it break is. Break out the Halloween decorations. Break out the fall decorations. Start getting ready because it's official. The pumpkin spice latte is officially returned to Dunkin' Donuts. I thought it was already there. No, no, no. Not at Dunkin'. I think they were the last really? holdout. Really? Yes. Dunkin', when it comes back to Dunkin' Donuts, then it's official. That's right. Okay. Now it's fall. Yes. <laughs> it's still 100 Can't you feel out. it in the air? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's crisp That's, and yeah. the, the wow. leaves changing color and yeah. beautiful out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The leaves are changing colors because they're drowning. <laughs> it's official. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> All right. We have, oh, listen to this. So this news story has popped up. Remember the catalytic converter thefts that have been going on that's busted up that big ring? Oh, and yeah. That? It's still a big, big issue. And now one company is offering catalytic converter Locks you can really? put under your car to stop this from happening. Oh, wow. John Matarese, a consumer reports expert, is coming in next to tell us about that. <laughs> All right. Keep it here next. The East South Florida Morning Show. Stay. Useful information that affects your wallet. The Robes Law Group Consumer Affairs Report with John Matarese. A Genesis story that keeps popping up because it's still a problem. The catalytic converter story. People are still getting ripped off because of this. There was even a giant crime ring. Remember they caught that was right. doing this? That's an amazing show. We got to ask our consumer reports expert, John Matarese. Do they have a lock or maybe an alarm you can put on? And does it actually work? So, John, welcome to the show. Can we buy a lock, or is there an alarm system to put on our catalytic converter? Mm-hmm, Jen, you can. You know, uh, you're talking about the thefts. You know, they busted a big ring, but the thefts haven't ended. You know, uh, you park your car outside at night, and there's always a risk. Worst is you go to a restaurant, you know. You're parked outside in a dark lot, you know, 8, 9 o'clock at night. You come out, you start up that car, and it, you know, sounds like a motorcycle. because <laughs> Your catalytic converter <laughs> is gone. And it's just absolutely terrible. Well, you know, if you get on Amazon, if you, especially if you do park in those risky areas, you check out Amazon, and they've got cable locks that you can kind of wrap around it. Those are like $100, $150 for a cable lock. And some people say, yeah, that does work, at least if a thief gets down there. He sees all these, these metal cables around it. They're like, ah, I think I'm going to skip this one. Uh, the other thing is, and... and I actually bought one to try it out. Thirty dollars. It was actually twenty nine dollars. I got an alarm on Amazon, a catalytic converter alarm. And you say, well, yeah, what are you going to get for twenty nine bucks? Well, what it is is it's a, it's a little motion sensor alarm. 
and you strap it onto the tailpipe, not the catalytic converter, it gets too hot, but you put it further back on the tailpipe, uh, it's got a heat shield, you strap it on, and then you have a little remote, and you arm it. And if anyone touches that tailpipe or that catalytic converter, that's a loud, we tested that, it was, you could hear it like a block away, a pretty wow. loud alarm. So surprisingly, it worked. We went to a uh, repair shop to have them put it on and test it out. Their only concern is, that thing's down there on a tailpipe getting hot. And they said, you know, come back in three months and let's see if it's still working. Because they had a concern that, you know, it might melt off your tailpipe. That would be a fun video, though, to, to set up a camera and have a thief caught when the alarm's going off and they're and they, under the car. That'd be yeah. great. That'd yeah. be great. Uh-huh. <laughs> they get under the car, they just touch that touch that pipe with a saw yeah. or before their saw they just put their hand on it and shake it and that alarm is loud so you know it, it might be worth considering you know it just uh, a couple of things that you can put on a uh, hundred bucks 30 bucks whatever and if you park outside at night might be worth trying Wow, for that kind of money. Uh, you know, it doesn't seem to be that the South Florida market has been affected as far as the housing market goes. Because just within two miles of my home, there are four new developments going up. And I think every new house is already claimed that people have bought it. But is the housing market getting worse for buyers at least? Yeah, for buyers it is. And this is the surprising thing. We were talking to realtors. And I know you guys talked about it last year. There's to say. They all said, oh, wait another year. When mortgage rates go up to 6%, 6.5%, a lot of the buyers are going to drop out. And as a result, uh, there's going to be more homes for sale. The bidding wars are going to end. And things will kind of get back to normal this year. Well, here we are, late summer. Things haven't gotten back to normal. In fact, they're worse. And they're worse, guys, because, as you mentioned, every home that's built is is grabbed before it's even, they even finished building it. That's right. Uh, the other issue is that in the uh, resale homes, there's, there's nothing for sale because people are sitting there on 3% mortgages. And if you have a 3% mortgage, you're not going to sell your house. No. So no one's selling their house because they don't want to move to another house and pay 6%. Sure. So what they're doing is they're staying put. They're redoing the kitchen. They're redoing the lanai. They're uh, getting all new furniture. And they're staying put. That means there's no homes out there. And then, of course, you know, you have the situation in South Beach and Fort Lauderdale and everywhere else where the foreign buyers are snapping up anything that's available. You know, and it's it's as bad as it was a year ago, if not worse. That uh, also affects the rental market because then people are looking to rent and even that's tight. Yeah, very tight because people are like, well, you know, we need a place to live, but it's impossible to find a place right now that's decent in the decent neighborhood. Let's just rent. And if you're trying to rent a home or a nice apartment in a good school district, that's where it really gets you. You know, that's where, you know, sure, there's there's some trashy rentals everywhere, but you're trying to get a decent rental in a decent school district, very difficult. Right and now. you, you wow. ain't going to pay for it. It's about saving your money. That's why you come in strong. John, don't waste your money, Consumer Reporter, and uh, that segment on our news partner, WPTV, News Channel 5, John Matarese, but you're all over social media. Where do we find you there? Yeah, John Matarese Money on Facebook and on Instagram, and John Matarese on Twitter. Uh, I guess I mean X <laughs> for a daily consumer alert. Excellent, buddy. Great. We'll talk Thanks. to you in a week. Useful information that affects your wallet. The Robes Law Group Consumer Affairs Report with John Matarese. And don't forget about this, too. The uh, 850 uh, Morning Show blog.
WFTL.com. We got the mullet kid we were talking about on there, Jan. Oh. You got you to see him. He's a visual. The cheddar whiz. He's so cute. What else did we put up there? Do we know? Diener? Do you remember? He doesn't even yes. remember. Uh, the 18 pounds of weed that was busted in the Orlando airport. I'm and telling you. They don't that, know who it belongs to. That was an inside job. There's no doubt about it. Anyway, it might be. We'll be back tomorrow morning at 6 o'clock. We can't thank you enough for being here. We hope to see you tomorrow. Have a great day.